right, welcome to Wit Noise. Of course, another than your humble host himself. Well, actually, uh, uh, humble, no, humble no. host himself, along with uh, the great Kyle Pavic over there. Sup? How you doing, sir? Great. How's uh, old humble Halloran over there? Oh, you know. Staying humble? Always. All the modesty? Always. Yeah, well, it's tough. You know, it's <laughs> Humble brag, it's tough. Yeah, yeah it's just, you know, uh-huh. far be it for me to brag. Yes, of course, here you, of all people. Huh. Yeah, okay. no, that's true. Uh, first episode, <laughs> actually not first episode, second episode that'll be on iTunes and probably Spotify. Woo! So subscribe if you're on those things. Do. Because our fucking, because the fucking distributor we use doesn't suck. <laughs> the only one we pretty had much everyone kind of, knows who iTunes is, so. Yeah, right. Well, the old one, because Podomatic that we had are like, oh, it works really great from our end. And then I was talking yeah. to someone who listened to the show, and they're like, yeah, it sucks. It's awful. Yeah, I know. I, I was talking to some people that wanted to listen, and they, too, just were like, no, no, nope. not doing it. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, wait, what are Subscribe you Subscribe on iTunes. Right yeah. Do it. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. It's Shameless true. plug. That's true. <laughs> um, let's see. What? Yeah, nothing. So that's that's going on. I, I, I heard iTunes, you had, Spotify. You know, I, you know, I heard something. I heard you had some yeah. things to complain about. Oh, my God. You have no idea. Are okay. you sure I have no idea? Well, what do I want to say? I mean, we were talking before this. Maybe I haven't. No. <laughs> I have co- okay. First of all, have you seen uh, have you seen this this Andrew Yang whipped cream video? No, but I heard about oh, it. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Where he's uh, like, <laughs> oh, go, go ahead. Well, like, okay. So they're open. Let me, let me just set the stage. Paint a picture. They're opening, cream. They're opening a New Hampshire campaign office. Okay. And for some reason, there's like a, not a bunch of people, probably eh, 20 people maybe gathered around. It's hard to tell. And for some reason, Andrew Yang is standing up front speaking, and then his campaign manager is behind him. Mm-hmm. And the video starts, for some reason, he has a can of Weddy, Ready Whip in his hand. Kay. Which I always thought was more of a, I always thought that was more of a Bill Clinton type dessert. Or, you know, like... Well, let's ask of, Monica. What does yeah, Monica yeah, think? Well, Monica? Right. I'm not saying a dessert. Oh. I'm saying, like, well, like, what's... Not a condiment, but, a, like, a dessert condiment. <laughs> you never... you never. Well, you know what? Never mind. I'm not gonna... Bill Clinton likes things starting with the letter C-O-N. So, anything that comes with that... Or just C. Yeah, or just C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's ask Monica. Monica? <laughs> oh. But anyway... He has a can of Weddy, Ready Whip. Weddy, weddy, whip. <laughs> weddy Whip. He got a can of Weddy Whip. Okay. He has a can of Ready Whip for some mm-hmm. reason. Why? I don't know. Is he in some sort of kinky video? <laughs> or? Never once. Like, I don't have many rules. Like, I don't like to judge people. <laughs> but, but here it goes. But if you're just walking around with a can of Ready Whip, I have some questions. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Back up the train. So he just had a can of Ready Whip in his back pocket. No, in saying? his hand. Like he was one hand, both hands, left hand, right hand. What are we talking? He's here? Asian, so one hand. But left hand, right hand. I mean, this, this, these are the questions. I think of it was his right era. hand. It was his right hand. Oh, yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Oh, lots. Oh, oh, lots uh-oh. of it was questionable. Red flag. But I'm like, well, first of all, why do you need this? Second of all, what's happening? Third of all, you're opening a campaign office, not a fucking Chuck E. Cheese or a fucking like. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Or christening an airplane, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that, that, that was... You're not christening a B-52, that hell are you doing? Oh, I was thinking like a personal, like, you know, private jet or something like that. Right, you know? yeah. the, the, old, the old Epstein christening. 
He's at two percent in the polls. Let's not kid ourselves. <laughs> There's no private jets on the horizon. Yang or dead Ed, uh, Epstein? No. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. <laughs> I don't know that you got to ask these questions. There's so many people running anyway, these days. Andrew, yeah, that's true. There's a too many. There's too many people running. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sidetrack, but I love mm-hmm. how fucking uh, what's his name now is running. Um, oh, the guy from New York, whose name I can't think of. Not Bloomberg. Not Bloomberg, yes. <laughs> I was gonna say De Blasio, but that ah, the poor man's Donald Trump. Well, he like I love <laughs> I love the part where. He owns Bloomberg. I don't know if he owns Bloomberg News or if they're just connected he founded to him. It. But he does he have like a financial stake in it anymore? He created the system, like the like the original software that's used for trading on. So like, right, but like the actual news site, like Bloomberg. Yeah, news. no, that's that's all him. That's all. Does he still own it, or is he just is it just bare no, namesake? I, I think he still owns it because okay. they won't run news stories against him. Right. Well, that's the thing. They won't run news stories against him, and then they won't run news stories against any Democrat because that would look bad. Right. But they have no problem running news stories against Republicans. No problem. Right. Yeah. Okay. So don't don't claim that you're a biased news source then. Well, that, well, that's all. Then Trump, that's all. Then Trump revoked the press pass, and they're pissed. I'm like, of course he revoked the press pass. You What'd you expect? <laughs> like, really? <laughs> it's because the guy who owns the company is running for president. Running for president. Yeah, you fucking idiots. <laughs> Like, what you expect? He's got to fucking spell that it's, one out for you. It, you know, it's it's like the farmer starts looking at like you know press pests. Okay, rooster, chicken, chicken, fox. No, I don't think no, so. You're, you're out. out. Oh, but come on, I'm just like a chicken. Just because you got chicken feathers on, he doesn't make doesn't you, make you a chicken. chicken. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, anyway, okay, back to Andrew Yang. Yeah, he's Yang his can of ready whip in his hand, mm-hmm. and he just decide. People are clapping, and he. Just decides to spray it in somebody's mouth that's standing there. Qu- questionable. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why, but okay, okay. I'm sure. Okay. Then there's another guy that gets on his knees yep. in front of Andrew Yang, and Andrew Yang sprays whipped cream in his mouth. Uh-huh. And then his campaign manager literally grabbed him and pulled him away to be like, nope, there's cameras everywhere. Stop that. I don't, I don't understand what, what what's what's the bad idea. He's kneeling and he's just spraying cream into his mouth. I don't I don't understand. You don't see the problem with that? No, no. You, you don't might, think you that's might. a little weird? Well, yeah, but it's Andrew Yang, so. Well, I mean, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Adam, actually, honestly, though, legitimately, out of all of them, he's probably the one that makes is the one that repulses me the least, except yeah, for no, this this. Uh, yeah, no, that's fair. He's the, is interesting. He's the best of the lousiest. Right. Yeah, but I can't say a lot of things in Elizabeth Warren's favor. One thing I can say in her favor Jeez. is there's not a video of her spraying Ready Whip into a dude's <laughs> mouth on his knees. Spraying cream all over that guy's there's face. There's not a lot of things I can say about Bill Clinton. There is not a video of him spraying cream into a dude's mouth on video. On his knees. On his knees. On vid- but it, probably, it exists. I'm sure it does. It's just not on video. We don't know. I'm not here to speculate. <laughs> Somewhere in upstate New York. <laughs> what we do have is a video of Andrew Yang spraying Ready Whip into a dude's mouth on his knees. Yeah. It just You didn't um, think of the photo op on that, did you? Didn't well, think that one all the way through. It's did one we? of those things where you're like, Okay, I want to know why, why he had the Ready Whip in the first place. I, I, right, what, why? What, what, like, what was, was he the, serving pot? Was he serving pumpkin pie? I mean, That's the it, only thing I can come up with. If so, though, I mean, I, I, I would be carrying the pie. It's like, here, put it on the pie. Right. Well, like, there's only two scenarios I can think of. 
Okay. The first one is that he was serving pumpkin pie, mm-hmm. and he had Ready Whip, and he just likes Ready Whip, so he just shoots in his mouth on occasion and he just held it in his hand. Okay. The second thing is he used maybe he used to be a giant alcoholic, and so they were going to get champagne and spray it everywhere when they opened the headquarters, and he wanted to switch it to whipped cream. More PG that way. More PG that way. Except for that part. part. Sweet mother of God. What were you... For the love of God. (laughs) This is New Hampshire, so maybe. True. You know. Anyway. Okay. So that's my... That's number one complaint. That was your... Okay. Well, that's not a complaint. That's just more of an odd... That's That's more of an oddity. It's like a side odds and ends. Yeah. It's like, yeah. (laughs) Literally an odds and ends. It's an oddity. Yeah. Um... (laughs) <laughs> okay, that's one thing I have to complain. Teachers, I would complain about that. Yeah, too. but you always complain about that. Okay, I've noticed a trend in the past probably year, year and a half, and I have some questions, and I'm not really sure why this is happening. What is the deal with single people? With single single people? people, like I'm talking not married, not engaged. Oh, you're talking about the whole uh, Emma Watson thing? No. No, completely. The different. self, the self marriage. No, thing? I have to yell about that. But oh, that's, that's something not different. Okay, I've seen this probably five, if not six times, in the past year and a half. And every time I see it, I think it's odd. Hmm. Why would a single person who's not not dating anyone, mm-hmm. not engaged, okay, not emotionally bankrupt <laughs> or emotionally unavailable? Okay. Married. Any, what, anyone? Anyway, moving on. Why would anyone who's single, in every sense of the word, okay, buy a home, like buy a house? What's the incentive for a single person to buy a house? What What don't you understand about that? Like, if you're twenty five to thirty five, mm-hmm. and you're a single person, okay, don't like. Unless that's your station in life where it's like you just plan on being single forever, why would you commit that amount of money to something that you know eventually you're not going to live there anymore, presumably? I'm I'm not sure I really follow you on that one. Okay. So let's say let's like say, so 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 a single guy buys like a house or whatever, he's not dating anyone, he just spends a bunch of money on it and Right. Why? Th- that's it? Yeah. I don't build equity. Right, but if you're a single person and you know eventually you're going to get married or something and eventually or you're going to change jobs like you know if you're if you're between 25 and 35 well that's like saying like why why do anything ever if you know some this this situation is going to change eventually yeah but you could but why would you tie yourself down with that amount of money well i you see what i'm saying i, I guess i don't see it as really like necessarily as tied down granted my my whole thought process might be a little different i guess but just like like it, like it, the things that I see like every day or whatever, it's like okay, a guy will buy a house when he's like younger, like in college or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he won't stay there. But like, let's say you buy it at the right time if you're smart enough, you could build equity or whatever in that home, sell it, sure. and upgrade for a bigger one, and now you have that money that you invested in the small house that you now invest in the big one, or invest in something else. Like you use that money as like an investment. You're buying an investment. Sure. Is what I would say. But if you're 25 to 35, it's safe to assume you're not at the apex of your earning capacity. Well, probably means, not. Which means at but, minimum, you you would build equity in that house, true. But at the same time, you wouldn't build it to such an so, extent. So what you're saying is you should only start building equity when you're at the apex of your income? 
No. Because, I, because I, well, I guess I just wonder, like, how would you reach that point then? What I'm saying is, but I'm, what there's a difference between if you're 25 and you want to go buy some stock. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. If you're, if you're 25 and you want to, and you have, you're investing, you want to just buy a house mm-hmm. and just sit on it and eventually sell it. Yeah. I mean, first what? of all, you're assuming the housing market when you sell it is going to be as good. Well, that's no different than buying a stock. You buy a stock assuming that it's only going to appreciate. If suddenly the stock collapses or the company goes bankrupt, right, but you're not. But at buying a house, you're tied down to that area. Well, you're still tying down your money. That's that's the thing. You're oh, tying yeah, your I'm money. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about tying down like physically to a place. Because mm. if you're 25 to 35, you're probably <clears throat> you're probably going to be moving for a job at some point. Now, technically, you can move for a Maybe. job at any age. But technically, people well, who are younger are more will switch jobs with more frequency than someone well, who's older because. Well, let's have... let's back up here. Okay. If right. if you're gonna buy the house, you already have to have some sort of income coming in. They're not gonna let you sure. get a house without it. Sure. So you already have some sort of revenue stream coming in. Mm-hmm. So now, the smart, I mean, everybody's uh, scenario is different, right? Sure. So like people who want to like. I honestly think that it's actually a smart play to buy like a house, but you, buy a house or buy land. I think uh-huh. it's a smart play if uh-huh. you're planning on using that to build equity. Like you gr- you buy the land when the market's in a decent position. Sure. You wait a while and maybe you get like, you know, you st- eventually you start dating someone. You d- you didn't originally, but you start sure. dating somebody, right. you're up for a promotion, maybe you want to move closer to work, start a family. Sure. You then t- sell the house now at like a higher point in the market. Sure. Now suddenly you have a large chunk of change you can throw at that you know what i'm saying like you're using right. that as an investment that tying your money up it, it, it's like an investment in buying a house yeah you know, well, you know what i'm saying sure from the financial aspect of it i'm talking about sure. from the actual physical location like the beauty of renting mm-hmm. is you're not you're only tied down to a spot for a month or a year or you're only tied down mm-hmm. to that spot for the duration of the like i, I knew i knew a decent mm-hmm. amount of people in college, and I mean, well, in law school a little bit, but not, not. I didn't really know anyone in law school that did that. But I've seen, well, I've seen, I've seen people like do it where it's like, okay, you just got your first job. Well, I mean, I get how it's a liability because you're tied to that location. I get it because sure. I mean, well, we both know. Uh, so uh, I think we had, we had a friend of ours that was on the podcast a few months ago. Yeah. He had trouble selling his house, right? Because he, he and he's still tied to it technically, but you don't have to be tied to it. You could just walk away, I suppose. Yeah, but then you're. It really depends on the scenario. Like you could, but then it's going to cost you money to well, just walk away from. Well, it. Well, again, how badly are you wanting to walk away from it? You're never really tied down to anything as long as you're willing to accept the consequences for that action. You know I mean, that's true, but then technically you're never tied down to anything. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah, I mean, you, you don't you don't have to be tied down to the location. You could just up and walk away. I, I mean, mean, I I've. I've there are people a, that just not pay their rent and just walk out one day. Right, and, but I've known a decent amount of people who, you know, like, I've known people who are like, okay, you bought a house in, you know, fucking... Oh, I mean, I get it. It's a huge responsibility. It's and, like, oh, you just got a new job, but your new job is up in, you know, Chisago City, or your mm-hmm. job's up in Anoka, or your job's up in, you know, Coon Rapids or something. Oh, instead of just getting an apartment, now you have to commute every day. Mm-hmm. You didn't anticipate this thing when you bought this house, did you? Sure. Now, but, now technically that can happen at any age. Right. But it's but as you get older and mm-hmm. you you know you get married or you have kids or whatever, 
you're less likely to even look for those scenarios because if you buy a house, you kind of tie yourself into that area and that community. Well, Whereas sure. If you're younger, you're more mobile as a person. Well, it, I, I guess I'm wondering what the, what what the complaint is here. Like, what what's your it what's just, your beef it, exactly? It just seems like an odd move to me to buy a house before like before, before anything. One. Like, if you get just got out, if you just got your first or second well, job. Well, I think that's kind of where we kind of see things a little differently, I guess, because it's like I see it as more of like an investment opportunity potentially. I mean, I, I agree with you. It's an investment opportunity, but technically there's a lot of things that are investment opportunities. Well, absolutely. And, and there are a lot of things that are investment opportunities, but like land, I mean, they're not making any more of it. So right. if you get a, if you get a stake in it, even if it's in a place you don't really care for or like, sure. I mean, eventually you could sell it off, but I mean... I mean, when things change, because things can always change. You could buy a house, like, say you get married and you're a little bit older now. Yeah. Uh, you buy a house, but suddenly you lose your job, and now you got to get, you find a new job, but now you got to commute 45 minutes to work. Sure. I mean, isn't that a similar scenario then? Because now circumstances have changed, and now you have to go farther, and now you're tied to a location. But now mm. it's more difficult because now you have kids, you have responsibilities to an area, and your job, you actually have to go farther away for it. I think it's a bigger liability when you're older. Mm, I think it's a bigger liability when you're younger, though, because in your scenario, <clears throat> it's an unforeseen circumstance that someone would lose their job and have mm -hmm. to take a job 45 minutes away. Mm -hmm. When you're younger... That might be more likely to just be assumed that that's going to happen. What is that? That you're, you're going to that you're going to be changing gonna jobs and moving to different areas. But with, see, in with, order to, with more frequency. Well, what I was saying before this was that if you're getting the house in the first place, you already ha you should already have that job. A bank's not going to cut you a loan on something if you don't already have something secured. That's you know, like your job. People, I'm seeing people like buy houses like right away, mm -hmm. like out of college or out. You know what I mean? Oh, see now that well, that's, wh that's what I'm saying. But see, like I'm, I'm not like yeah. It's one thing if you're like okay, if you're you know well if, if you're, you're like 25 and you have a job and then you go and buy a house. Right. If, that's yeah. what I'm. I'm more so talking about somebody in like our scenario. I guess. But even yeah, if if, if, if you're if you're if you're married or if even if you're a couple years out of college and you've kind of got your roots figured out where you want to mm -hmm. live and that that's one thing i got that part. but but even fresh out of college you would have to have some sort of collateral for the bank in order to cut you the loan in the first place a or bank's not gonna buy a cheaper house again i'm sure you don't have the money to front to buy that house though i'm assuming you don't have that if you're fresh out of college yeah but what you got if, nothing yeah but if the market right now what if you? What I mean, you could get away with paying two percent down. Yeah, but you that would assume that you have the two percent, and then you have some sort of income in order to actually get the house. You need to have some sort of sure. proof that you could put, continue to pay that two percent. Sure. Sure. So, it, as long as you can prove that, sure, I get it. But you need to be able to prove that for at least a few months. Otherwise, the bank's not going to cut you the loan in the first the place, sure. even if you only have two three percent down. Right. You need to have reliable proof that proof you can that. keep yeah putting right. giving them the money every month right otherwise they won't give you the house in the first place in which case you right. might as well rent or but live if, in your parents house but if the bank looks at you and goes okay you're just out of college or whatever you have your first job you've had that job for six months you're doing pretty well in it like mm -hmm. there's a difference between if that person who's 25 like same mm -hmm. exact scenario if that person who's 25 came into my office and i and i work for the bank or that mm -hmm. person who's 45 and came into my office and mm -hmm. wanted that. I'd give it to the person who's 45 every time because I'd go, 
people who are younger, I'm assuming you're going to be more mobile because you're just starting out your career, mm. and you're at the bottom point of presumably you're at you're the, the starting point of your starting point earning of your potential. Career. And the problem sure. is, you will be more mobile as a person looking for different jobs. Well, because they say like the average or average American has like what is it like five six jobs before they're like thirty or something oh, yeah. like that. I mean, I mean, I get that, and I'm just I, saying, I'm just saying for for a generation of people who seem set on being mobile when it comes to job opportunities and you know things of that nature, mm -hmm. why would you tie yourself down to an area and therefore restrict your own mobility? Mm. Doesn't that seem odd to you? I, 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 I see your point as mm -hmm. an investment. I got that part. Sure. But there's a lot of things you can... I mean, you can buy gold if you really want to invest yeah. in something. But there are other ways to tie yourself down to things other than just buying a house. Oh, sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, you could you could have had like a relationship with somebody and had like an accidental... like You know, could have had like a child, like an oopsie sure. baby. Right. Well, that ties you immediately to an area or at least to a few people. Right, but you're not... But if it's, if it's an oops kid by... If it's an if it's an actual oops kid, but what I'm saying is it going to that intentionally. No, but it, it but it it, inten it potentially ties you to something other than like being a home. There are other things oh, sure. you can be tied to than just the house. Right. So sure, I guess I, what I'm saying is like there's so many other things you could be tied to. A house is just one on the list, I suppose. Sure. That's fair. But again, I don't. Again, you could just walk away from it at the end of the day if you really if you really needed to, or really wanted to. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess it really depends on the person. It depends it on that. It, it wasn't so much an, like it was just one of those things where it's not, it's not even people our age. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's not. It's people definitely younger, mm -hmm. which is odd to me. It's not. If, yeah, if it was people our age, and even even if people our age, and even if those people are single or whatever, I'm like, oh yeah, that's fine. Do whatever you want. Well, see, what I notice a lot people that are younger that I'm like, what? What's the deal? What well, are we doing? Well, there are a lot of things with like people our age and people that are younger. I don't think that their problem is buying houses or tying themselves down. The problem is they're not tying themselves to anything yeah they, they, they care more so about the experience brah they'll, they'll buy <laughs> yeah. like an apartment and have like you know a lot of like i don't know experiences if you will they, they're in it for the experience so they're saving money yeah weed, weed. all right well like take for <laughs> well take for instance there's one thing that was really bugging me this kind of leads into something that kind of yeah. bothers me yeah is uh there was a uh, uh report that was a report uh news story or whatever that I heard the other day. And they were talking about like how much money people have saved up in case of an emergency. I've and, seen that. Yeah, and then as the younger you go, the less money you have saved. So if somebody that's 25 and younger on average saves less than has less than $1000 on hand in case of an emergency, they wouldn't be able to front a $1000 expense. Right. It's like okay, in that case you have nothing you you don't have anything tied to you. You have nothing. You have no anything really. Well, you know. You, I mean, you, that's not true. That's not. I mean, you have something. Feel, you just zero out at the end of the month, though. Well, you don't have any. You the don't thing have, is, if if you don't have the money to front a thousand dollar like emergency expense, all let's say all of a sudden your car dies or whatever, right, right. you don't have a thousand dollars to throw at the car at the very minimum, and you're you know a quarter of a century old. Right. You, something something's not right. Something's going on. Yeah, that's true. At least in my you're mind, something's person, not you're right. You're the type of person that zeroes out. Like so those those people are the type of people that zero out at the end of the month. Well, and see, and that's I don't know about Which you. Like, eh. I don't know. I don't know about you because I mean we had this discussion before about like yeah. you know saving and spending money, um, but it's like to me breaking even is equivalent to drowning. It's like I'm not getting ahead. 
Right. I'm staying in place, basically. And staying in place is just not an option. Yeah. You know? It, it, it makes sense if you're trying to accomplish a goal. Right. Like if, uh, I don't know, you're paying off, like, debts and if stuff. If you're working towards something. Right. If you're working towards something, that makes sense. Right. And it's like, right. okay, fine, I get it. But if you just have a thousand bucks, but you're, you know, you don't have a thousand bucks, but you're spending money on like TVs and like other things, or you're, you don't even have that money. You're bumming off people. That's hey, look, hey, look a new TV. Hey, look at that. But I'm sure you have a thousand bucks in the bank if suddenly something came up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to diss your TV. He's <laughs> like, hey, geez. Hey, it's a nice TV. Wow. Hey, 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 hey. One of them smart TVs. It's all that podcast hey, money. It's on podcast money. Yeah, all 20 cents of it. <laughs> Do you take nickels? <laughs> Do you take nickels? Oh, uh, uh, I was watching this thing, uh, Shootout on the History Channel. and they had. I've seen that show. Yeah, have you ever seen the one where they had Jesse James? And yep. like, yeah, they were just playing that one. And he's like, yeah, so the bank robbers robbed the bank in Northfield and didn't go as planned. And they only stole $26 in nickels. <laughs> nickels. It's like, oh, <laughs> Ooh, the nickel bandits <laughs> came all the way to Minnesota to steal a sack full of nickels. They hid it in their socks. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like, ooh. Looks like you. Feel, that's more of a Faribault thing, huh? <laughs> ooh, it looks like you and Corn Puff are going to go out with a chain later. <laughs> beat, up, beat up somebody by the pool later. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Shame>. <laughs> 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 oh wow. Uh, uh, oh god yeah, yeah. interesting mm-hmm. well, alright yeah I've seen Shootout it was on it's been on a History Channel forever now oh well now History Channel just shows like American Pickers and stuff know, you know which, what the fuck yeah like I don't, know. I don't know History Channel isn't like it used to be no that's true no fuck no alright really well not. part of the new format what we're doing now so what we're gonna do now because the way Podcast One works it is they want they want they they they're not actually say they're going to do it. They just say on the potential that we do it, that we actually monetize your podcast eventually. They mm-hmm. want to put an ad in the middle or like somewhere mm-hmm. in the show. So my thought is, let's just do it in the middle. It's a 30-second spot. They might not put it in. But if, if they, but if they do. Yeah, if they put it in, the, your ad will be coming up. If they don't put it in, here's 20 seconds of silence. Enjoy. It can't be 20 seconds of silence. Yeah, no, that's we didn't need twenty seconds. That was ten seconds. Ah, fuck it, close enough. Wow, language. Take it up no. with take it up with a podcast guy. Take, take, take it up with Steve Jobs. Oh wait a minute. Oh wait. Oh, oh wait. <laughs> hey, all right. What else is I gonna have you? Okay, we talked about the Mandalorian already. You haven't seen it. Yeah. Oh, Kamala dropped out. Uh, uh Kamala. <laughs> so the old AOL. Dropped <laughs> Uh, R.I.P. in peace. That fucking narc. We, <laughs> we hardly knew you. Oh, wait. We knew too much about you. Yeah, didn't like it. No, I don't sign up for any. I just love how. I don't love, but. <laughs> I don't love, but I love. I love how just gleefully condescending she is all the time. Can I just like, say. She does that move where she's like, here's, here's the two faces of Kamala. Mm. I'm super serious about this. Like, okay. They're putting mm-hmm. kids in cages, mm-hmm. and marijuana smoking is not funny. And Kavanaugh's a Kavanaugh is a brutal, rapist. vicious rapist. A rapist. <laughs> Here, here's super fun Kamala side. She, she can do this back. First of all, it starts with the cackling. <laughs> uh, 
like it's like listening to the Joker, except you know the Joker. And then she got does that move where she like hit with a shovel. To, she tries to be one of the cool kids. Like yeah, I, I used to smoke some weed and listen to Bob Marley, and yeah, I was, yeah, like, I listened to Snoop Dogg in college <laughs> like, when I graduated in '88. Wait a minute, did you just put a shit ton of people in prison for smoking weed? Yeah, but I mean, I, yeah. But, <laughs> like, oh God. Get out of here, you fuck. Um, ugh. Yeah. Know, it's, it's like she's trying to fit in with the cool kids, but doesn't quite fit in. Yeah. It's like that episode of The Simpsons when Lisa tries to fit in with the cool kids. Right. She but, like takes like a... That's the one with like the cigarette, you mean? Yeah. Or that she's going to like take up smoking or yeah, whatever? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Just, but she like tries to... Here's the problem. She tries to fit in with the cool kids. Yep. And we all know she's a narc. Yeah. She tries to fend out the smart kids, and we all know she has no good ideas on anything. Right. And she also comes off as incredibly condescending. Inc- yeah, that's true. Well, and it's just and like, I don't... Listen, first of all, I'm not going to listen to you because, A, I think your ideas suck. B, you present them in the most ham-fisted way possible. Mm-hmm. And C, you just, like, you try to do that move where it's like, hey, we're friends. I'm going to tell you what my idea about this thing is. And it's like... First of all, don't want to hear your idea. Mm-hmm. Second of all, it sucks. Third of all, I know whatever you tell me, you're going to be super condescending about it when you try to explain it to me. And honestly, I think the worst part of all is, out of everything, it's just... Do you remember after that debate or whatever, like where, you know, like where she called Joe Biden like a racist or whatever, yeah. and just skyrocketed in the polls? She talked about locking up poli- like her political enemies, basically. It's like, yeah. are you kidding me? I love that. Elizabeth Warren you- did that, too, where she's like, I'm going to demand... Mm-hmm. That or was it Elizabeth Warren or maybe it was Kamala? Well, no, it was Kamala Harris. She said she was going to throw I'm, all these people yeah, in prison. I'm going to demand that Congress put something on my desk in the first hundred. First of all, first three co-equal branches of government. Right. You don't get to demand shit. Yeah. Second of all, you don't just get to do the, an executive order well, if they don't do it. Right. That's called a royal decree. Right. And we fought a war against that. Right. So no. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't like the whole thing that she was oh. running on being the prosecutor president. She's going to prosecute right. this person and pros- do I, this I and do that. Prosecute Lock anybody. People. Uh, Why don't you enforce the laws that are on the books? Right. And you know what? If you have an idea or something, propose it and put it out. Put it out there. Put it out there for the people to see and to read. Don't just say that you're going to draconian, like, repeal the Second Amendment with unilaterally. Right. It's like, no, that's not going to happen. That's not how that works. That's not how that works. Like, well, then I love that she gets mad at Kavanaugh. And it's like, listen. Isn't one, oh, yeah. the, isn't one of the chief things about being a prosecutor is you're supposed to look at the evidence objectively and then make a decision on it? Because you're failing at that. Not the Pretty fi- spectacular. Not all the 1,500 people she threw behind bars for minor drug drug yeah, use. Yeah, no, that, no, that's... From, for, for use of slave labor for the state of California. That's pot, yeah. wa- that's pot water under the bridge. Pot water. <laughs> pot water that she conveniently <laughs> dumped out of her bong. That's bong water under, that's what that's I'm bong water under the bridge. Water. That doesn't sound right. Oh, no. bong water. Yeah. Pot water. God, you're such a narc, Steve. Such a narc. <laughs> who put that? Who put I'm gonna, I'm gonna run the for the pot election. water. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to run for president next? <laughs> Yeah, fucking cackle. Oh my god, it uh, legitimately concern scared me when she'd laugh. Cause it's like she's uh, that aunt at every holiday where she tells a joke and nobody laughs, but, but she, she laughs loud enough that she thinks everyone else is. Like, oh uh-huh. no, uh, mm-mm. no, I don't, I, I don't want you to be president. No. I don't want you to be attorney general of California. I, I don't live in California. Right. I don't, I don't want to see here <laughs> or know anything about you. So please, just yeah. like Even move to like. Canada, away from me. Yeah, please. But not like adjacent Canada. I don't I, like. N- 
What's Roll over where Trudeau lives. I'm sure you guys would get along yeah, just fine. Out. Yeah. There you go. I love that Cory Booker was pissed and when she dropped out. Did you see that when he Corey went on? Cory McBooker Spartacus. <laughs> on his angry eyes. <laughs> uh-huh. He, uh, yeah, he was on MSNBC complaining, like, in his own, like, fucking doublespeak way. <laughs> basically about how all the Democrats are racist because nobody supported her. But but don't you like this? I'm like, oh, but, yeah, this, this is what... Yeah, so his pitch is, you didn't vote for her because you're all racist, so vote for me to yeah, prove that you're not. That's what it is. It's like, really? Oh, look, a double-edged sword. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was uh-huh. just like, okay, well, she's done. But, that's but, fine. But don't, but don't you just like this where the, the left attacks the left? They're just eating each other. That's fine. Yeah, that's all right. They, they accuse their own party of racism. I that's honestly, fine. The problem is, I honestly don't know who's going to win the nomination. Yeah, I I don't know. I keep, I mean, it it honestly. It's, I I feel like it's Biden, but if he wins, he'll be limping to the pri- He'll be limping into the general election. I think so too. I, I mean, to me, it doesn't seem like he has the the the, the legs to go the distance. Yeah, but who's left? Elizabeth Warren. Nobody gives a shit about her. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. He'll win just because no one else oh, is able to fall. Just because he'll limp to it, yeah. but that doesn't mean. But that's just because no everyone else is sleeping at the starting. You know who I could quietly see winning and maybe even beating Trump? Maybe, who? but probably not. Who's that? Buttigieg. Nah. He's ahead in Iowa. Yeah, but so is Ted Cruz. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, no. that's a good point. Buttigieg has gone way too far to the left. Pa- you mean pa- Pastor Pete <laughs> thinks he's holier <laughs> than thou. And Well, because you don't support abortion on demand, that makes you a bad Christian. <laughs> Wait, what are you, the Pope? Get out of here. Well, I'm not, but if I was, I'd be gay. <laughs> oh, Buttigieg. Go on. <laughs> nope, that's my pitch. You're a bad Christian. <laughs> campaign manager's just over there going, what the fuck is he talking about? Oh, my God. It's like, okay, I I appreciate, because uh, he was in the military. I appreciate this, his service for the, this country. I know he was in the military. Yeah, he was in. Buttigieg? Yeah, he was in the military. Really? I, so, I thought, our, I mil- our military? Maybe the Canadian military. I thought he was. I thought he wasn't he the guy that was a Rhodes Scholar. I thought he was in the military. Hang on, I gotta Google this now. Uh, not, I could have swore he was in the military. military. I really could have swore he was. Maybe like Let's the see. Cuban one or something, but not. I mean, not. I mean, I know he's mayor of South Bend, but I mean, yeah. Well, great. Yeah. What is it? Less people voted for. Yeah, no, he he was in the military. The military? What was what branch was he in? Navy. I thought you were gonna say Coast Guard. In the Navy. Actually, that checks out. <laughs> we watched that episode of The Simpsons. I'm remember? gonna I'm pulling that audio up right now. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like I knew he was I knew he was in the military. I just didn't know what branch. But yeah, he served in the military from 2009 to 2017 as a lieutenant. It's like oh okay, but yes, he was also a Rhodes Scholar. Really? Yep. So he attended Harvard University. And then from Pembroke College to Oxford. The Navy has a oh, fine sense of tradition. Whenever an American vessel leaves the port, the crew sings this ancient sea chanty. A one, a two, a three, a four. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> uh. Yeah, village people. 
but yeah. Oh, what do you got now? What? Auto. Yeah. Otto, what are you doing? I don't know. I just got an urge to join the Navy. You're being brainwashed. Yeah, probably. Yvonne <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, that yeah. never gets old. Uh, yeah, so that's that's Buttigieg. That's Bo- yeah, in the Navy. I did not know he was in the Navy. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, All so... Right. I kind of lost my train of thought, but uh, yeah, so got so convinced with all this Navy it, talk. It's but pretty much uh, Bernie's not going to get it. Mm-hmm. I don't think Elizabeth Warren. Well, if he doesn't have a heart attack first, let's just put that out Bernie? there. Another heart attack, you know. That's true. It's <laughs> true. Well, the good news is there's socialized medicine all over the place. Though, <laughs> <can go> <laughs> no, don't worry, he'll have death lines, so he'll he'll be dead before he can get a new but, stint. Well, hey, oh wait, I, if his system went into place, sorry, I mean, sorry, I sorry, booked that reservation in Havana pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> like it, uh, Copa, Copa it'll, Havana. It'll, <laughs> it'll be him and uh, oh god. It, well, yeah, it'll be down to Elizabeth Warren and fucking um, Biden. I think those will be the last. You two. think? Because I feel like Warren's kind of faded down the backstretch. You know, it's like she yeah. she hit her high water mark already, and now it's kind of like kind of cresting back. I don't know. I don't know what else to say because it mean, seems it, like it is, but at the same time. It's you know it's like that old. Well, side. I just don't know it's who like, who would take like, second place. It's it's kind of yeah. I mean, I don't think she's the best candidate. I just think she isn't the worst. Well, who's the worst? I'm saying if you're a Democrat, I don't oh. think she's the worst. Like just based on polling them, at least at one point she hit some decent polling numbers. Well, that's why it's surprising she did. that Kamala Harris kind of dropped out because even though she was po- polling terribly now. She did have a high point when she was polling well. Well, here's something interesting that I that I heard well thought of anyway. Was that so the like the old rumor mill. The old rumor mill, if you will. So Bloomberg enters the race, right? He have you listened to what his message is? Who? Blo- M- Bloomberg, like some no. of the things he's had to say. It's like he wants to be middle of the road democrat almost, but not, he's a Democrat from New York, so well, he's automatically nuts. Well, here's the thing. He's trying to portray himself. God, listening to his campaign ad is so like. I've seen it, yeah. Yeah, well, you, you okay, yeah, so you heard I've it. I've seen it, yeah. But it's like. You just watch it, and you're like, he's just talking broadly about, like, it's pretty much just, I'm going to talk broadly about stuff and just hit the buzzwords. Well, right, that's exactly, oh no, that's exactly what it is. All right. So it's like, I feel like with him. I don't feel like he could get anywhere close to the nomination. The nomination. I don't feel like he has a great no, chance. I don't think so either. But what I do think is that he could steal enough moderates away from other Democrats that you mean Biden? Biden. He'd be a, he'd be a bigger headache to Biden than anyone else. But that's you, not a bad plan, to be honest with you. Or you or if I mean, say Biden collapses he all says of a sudden. Less stupid shit than Joe Biden. He doesn't gaff as much. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he, Biden's ahead in the polls, so he has a good contingent of people. Otherwise, to steal. Otherwise, I got another dark horse for you. All right. 
All right, so Kamala Harris is out, right? Yeah. Let's say Tulsi's plane goes down. Warren gets fast-acting cancer. Biden has a freak accident with a golf course. I don't remember how it ends. Sanders has a second heart attack. Yeah. There's an empty debate stage. Hillary Clinton comes out of the back. (laughs) Moderator with gun to his head. Secretary Clinton, what was your dream as a girl? (laughs) Don't worry, they can't suicide us all. (laughs) I gotta find Epstein didn't kill himself. (laughs) Where is it now? I gotta find it. Damn it. (laughs) What's that? What I was just quoting? (laughs) Or what are you looking for? What are you looking for? <laughs> We're all Alex Jones. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I find that Hillary one because the Hillary one's the best. God, he's such a freak. <laughs> but it's so funny you can't not listen to it. No, I just. I think it's great you got a soundboard for Alex Jones. Oh, what? You really only need the one. (laughs) (laughs) That or always like the Jabba the Hutt one. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water. They turn the friggin' frogs gay. (laughs) Or that one's a good one, too. Hillary, reportedly. I mean, I was told people around her that they think she's demon-possessed, okay? I'm just going to go ahead and say it, okay? They said they're scared. That's why when I see her when kids are by her, I actually get scared myself for the child. I mean, you that big rubber face and that... (laughs) This woman is dangerous, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you, she is a demon. This is biblical. This is biblical. She's going to nuclear war. (laughs) Big rubber face. (laughs) What do I do, Lord? Destroy the child. Corrupt them all. This is their plan, people. These are demons. It's like the Bible says. It's basically an intergalactic invasion intergalactic into invasion. space through people. I, I'm telling you, it's what all the ancients said. It's what they warned of. It's what we're dealing with. They're demons. They're freaking interdimensional invaders, okay? I'll just say it. Make fun of me all you want on CNN or wherever, but everyone already innately knows this. These people are not freaking humans, okay? Hillary Clinton is a goddamn demon. <laughs> Well, how do you really feel, Alex Jones? I've seen Bill Gates say, in that little uh, yuppie voice, and then what we need to do is <laughs> get this graph down to zero on carbon dioxide being output on the Earth. How are we going to do that? Well, humans are the main thing, and we we put out individually some... <laughs> oh, you don't say. Oh... Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I could I, see Hillary walking. Well, I I feel like half of her game now is just definitively. She doesn't want to definitively say she's not going to run. Right. She just wants her name out there. Yeah. She's that, she's that person where she's just like, I'm not going to. She's the phantom menace. <laughs> right. She's just like, <laughs> she's the fucking guy who like, she's basically every good pitcher in Major League Baseball in the offseason. Like, oh, what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to maybe sign with this team, but maybe this team, but I'm not going to say too much, but eh, like, I'm just going to let you wildly speculate for two months. I would say that she's kind of like, uh, oh, what it, like, was it Derek Jeter or whatever? It was always like, huh, oh, maybe I'll retire. Maybe, or Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Maybe I'll retire. Maybe I won't. Yeah, this will be a year I retire. 
<laughs> Kidding, I'm Kid, back. I'm you so thought bad. I was gone, didn't you? No, I'm retired. It literally took like a bounty, <laughs> the bounty hunting system in the NFL, like even, even, Sean Payton, even that took him out. Yeah, it took Sean Payton and a fucking... It took Sean Payton and a bunch of 300-pound muscly men to smack around for 90 minutes. <laughs> That's what finally did Sean in. Payton, a bunch of 300-pound men, and a briefcase full of money, money. to finally take out Brett Favre. <laughs> oh. Not even him showing his jungle no. woman <laughs> not even that would nope. finish him off untouchable Brett Favre was untouchable it, apparently Hillary Clinton same uh, thing erase email server you know all these con Jeffrey Epstein Epstein can't, don't worry can't suicide us all uh <laughs> Yeah, the campaign the, the, the campaign staffer that apparently server, knew who she was murdering. Staffer, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the Clinton Foundation. Yeah, the whole trips on the Lolita Express. Oh wait, that goes back to Epstein again. Yeah. Oh, never mind. That was Bill walking through the woods by herself after she lost an election. She was guaranteed to win, except everyone hated her. <laughs> what? She's walking through the woods and finds James Comey. Yeah. <laughs> I always like. I kind of. This is gonna sound odd, like an odd segue, but hmm. I kind of feel bad for Trump. In mm. the sense that he won, but he mm-hmm. won because he ran against the least likable candidate in the history of American politics. Yeah. Or at least the, in modern American politics. You know, at some... Like, if it, had he ran against anyone else, he would have got destroyed. Not destroyed, mm. but he would have he lost. Oh, yeah. They just literally picked the... They picked the kryptonite of the Democrat Party to run. Well, what I think is funny now is what the, the Democrats are experiencing now, what Republicans were experiencing in 2012. Like, well, you had, you didn't have good enough candidates with a strong enough mess with a united strong message to take on Barack Obama, and you wound up with milk toast Mitt Romney, and he just yeah. got and he got pummeled. Pummeled, yeah. Oh, that, that was it. I mean, they care. To be fair, though, they did character assassinate the most like bland person ever. Yeah, like, well, and the Democrats are. I actually think they're kind of in a worse position because the problem is because all all the media is in their back pocket. Everybody running for president on the Democrat side is super overexposed. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay. I, you know, I could learn a shit ton about Elizabeth Warren, but she's been in the spotlight for fucking five years now, so there's nothing interesting anymore. It's just mm. I know where she stands on everything. Well, but, but my like Mitt Romney. What does Mitt Romney think about Syria? I don't fucking know. Nobody know. told me. I don't know. What 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 is uh, uh, Gary? Was a Gary Anderson think about uh, shanking kicks si- to the left? No, I was gonna say Syria. He'd be like, "What's Aleppo?" Don't you mean? Wait, who? Gary? It was a Gary Anderson. What's his name? No, Gary. Gary. Who, who's your Gary Johnson? Gary Johnson. Sorry, I knew it was yeah. a bland name. Yeah, it's bland. What's Aleppo? What's, oh no. Hey. Hey, no. I didn't say it on national television at a, at a I mean, debate for a debate like, question. I don't, Gary Johnson. I don't be rude, but you know what the you know what the absolute minimum you had to do was to learn about Aleppo. Literally, just play Medieval Two Total War. That's all you. That's the baseline of what you had. To do. <laughs> if you felt ambitious, <laughs> you could read the news. That's yeah. that's it. Yeah, you really didn't have to do much. You didn't do anything? Yeah. No, I just. You could have watched fucking Kingdom of Heaven for all I care. I don't know Even though that was about Aleppo Jerusalem, but you know, yeah, well, Damascus is mentioned. Yeah. I think. Oh, that's Damascus. That's what I'm thinking of. I'm yeah, thinking of Aleppo. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think I think you're thinking of Damascus. Damascus. That's what I'm thinking of. Still, still in Syria. Still in that's true. capital of Syria. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Uh, I paid attention. I paid attention in that movie. Damn right. It's a good movie. Extended that, director's cut. Really? How yeah. is that? That's got to be a. F- is 
they it's so long it's like it's it's about as long as that movie Patton where they have an intermission in the middle. Jesus. That's that should give you an idea how long no, it is. No, that wasn't an Oliver Stone. But what's that movie that Oliver Stone did that everyone thinks is good and I just kind of think is okay? Oliver Stone. Uh, uh, oh, Alexander. No, that movie's not that good. I thought that movie sucked. Or it was just, it, I mean, it was fine, but it was, no. just, it was too long. No, it wasn't that good. Tierney, so my wife and I were watching that movie. I'm sorry. We, we, <laughs> okay, we've, we've come up with this new rule now where... I don't know if it's that new anymore. I think we've had it now for like a year or two. Sure. But it's like, we will give something two episodes or uh, a movie 40 minutes. And I feel that's generous enough where if I'm not buying into it, I I feel like I'm not too invested in it where I can just pull the plug and be done. The plot has time to get going. Right. But the plot has enough time to get going. Sure. Like a TV show. Okay. Like The Office. The first episode's not very good. Second episode. Okay. I kind of buy into it and then I'm in. Yeah. But, like, we watched Alexander for about 40 minutes, and I looked nope. over at her, and it's like, are you feeling this? Because this movie's not that this good. This movie blows. This movie sucks. The acting's <laughs> horrible. It's like the Like, all of the, like, lines are so poorly written. Yeah. It's bad. Well, the problem is, like, only Oliver Stone could take a movie about literally one of the most famous conquerors in history and make it boring as hell. Yeah. It's like, I, I want some action scenes. Like, let's step on it. Yeah, and then the action scenes that he had were just kind of there. They were fine, like but he just put them in because he felt like he had to put them in. Well, right, it's he like, felt like he was obligated to. Yeah, it, and it was a sideshow. It wasn't right. like part of the movie. It was right. just here's an action scene because we feel like we need to break up the fucking monotony of the re- that right. Is the right. monotony of what was it, Colin Firth or Colin yeah. Farrell or whoever yeah, it was? Colin Farrell. Yeah, Colin Farrell. Just I, like, and that's what I like about Lord of the Rings, like the trilogy as a whole. The first one is built around storytelling. There's not a lot right. of action that goes on. But see, the second it's, one's half and half. The third one's all action. But see, the first one actually has a story, and it's yeah. building to something. That Alexander, the story. What is the story? Right. It's confusing. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And they get bogged down in tiny details, like relationship with this one soldier guy who gets murdered right away. It's like... Don't care. Don't care. And it doesn't have an impact. 100% out. It definitely doesn't have an impact on him. That's and they I'd built like, up... I'd like to have a time yeah. machine just to be like, hey, Alexander, you know, they made a movie about you. It's like, oh, is it any good? Uh, no, it was terrible. Actually, yeah, I'm not even going to tell you. Don't take my word for it. Just sit down and watch it. Great, and then he oh, commits suicide. Yeah, 20 minutes in. Jeez, let's go. Jesus, and I don't even know who that is. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. And that that happened, and it was cool, but he fucked it up. Right. Wait a minute. I'm going to die? <laughs> of what? <laughs> and he's just like, and then he's just, you know, casually what like. What the hell? He's just like, Jesus Christ. I don't even know who that is, but I'm saying it. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just no that movie's terrible not it's good awful not good it's an awful movie not good although that being said Tierney and i watched uh tv series yeah. actually uh do you have hulu mm-hmm. Tierney and i watched this uh tv series now i don't like time travel crap yeah but with you. the thing that we watched was interesting enough where it held my attention for the first episode it's like All right. Okay, I bought into it. Uh, it's 11-22-63. Have you ever watched that? It's it's a James Franco. I've never even heard of it. So it's a, it came out like a year or two ago. Okay. But it's James Franco, and what it is is like, he's going to go back in time to stop the JFK assassination. Oh. But like, 
it's really like messed up and then James Franco doesn't fully understand what the hell he's doing or wh- this he's like dude, <laughs> what else is new he's like dude none of this makes any sense yeah you know like he, they fully admit that it doesn't make any sense going into it. it's like okay at least you admit it doesn't make going any sense Fair. so anyway he goes through this whole thing to see like if if he changes like history or whatever uh-huh. will things be better uh, and every time he gets close to changing something, it's like the hist- the past doesn't want to be changed, so it pushes back against him. Sure, sure. I don't know. It's it's an interesting series, and I won't spoil. And I was like, not really. F- I wasn't really feeling it right away, but then I started getting into it halfway through the first episode. It's like, okay, fine. I'm I bought into it well, enough. Into it. Yeah, and, th- what I and then by the end, I was like, oh, dude, this is actually kind of interesting. Even though I don't like the. Uh, Again, the whole time travel thing. It can be done really well or it can be done poorly, and it's just it's well, hit and miss. Well, even really well, you have to accept that time travel is... It, it's a fantasy, right? You can't go back and change things. Cause I, it always annoys me when it's like, well, what if you could go back and do this different? Okay, well, yeah, but you can't. You, you can't go back in time and change things and be different. They, they can't happen. Maybe. Uh-huh. Sure, sure you can. What if you get close enough to what I mean, what if you get close enough to a black hole that the space-time continuum and fu- fucks up? And then you, you know, like Interstellar. Then I wouldn't know about it. Would I? That's true. Yeah. Then I wouldn't know about it. Or if there's or there's like alternate dimensions and shit. Okay, alternate dimensions, that's another story, but this is changing up one's time, one like strand of history. Okay. Well, okay. There this is too nerdy for this conversation, but and I don't know enough about what is it the string theory or there's whatever. There's difference to get between into like it. there's a difference between like going backward in time and just actively slowing down time. You know, you know, see what I mean? What, what do you mean by actively slowing like down? Like going time? backward in time is like go, you know, obviously going backward in time, like changing events that happened already. Mm-hmm. Slowing down time is just time itself slows down so you can do more things in a technically shorter amount of time like like an like an interstellar when they landed on that okay planet. that's something completely different then yeah that's what i'm saying yeah they're different things yeah yeah because what is it matthew mcconaughey doesn't age but his daughter ages like 40 years or whatever it yeah is. because the planet they were on were like there i thought it wasn't in like a black hole or something something like that and like, oh, it, was, it was near a black hole right so like the space time continuum was all fucked up so they land on this planet, and every minute on this planet is like a year or ten years or something. Sure. In like actual, because according to the theory, that Earth is further away from the black hole or isn't influenced by the black hole. And since the black, but that doesn't make sense. I don't know. When it gets sucked into the black hole, because isn't that something where a gravitational force where no light can escape? So it literally just sucks things. Yeah, into but it. he's not close enough to get sucked into it. Okay, but the he's pl- like circling the drain. Of the black hole. But even so, by circling the drain means you're at least within its gravitational pull. Which yeah, means but, you have to be far enough away from it. Yeah, but it's a range. I mean, you're either, right, right, you're, but, you're not but, in it or out of it. You're right, just, but you're far enough away from it, but you're still close enough to feel the effects of it, is what you're saying. Sure, yeah. So, it's like, ah, I don't know. Never been next it, to a black hole. Wouldn't right. be able to tell. I mean, maybe time is dim- influenced differently. Or maybe it doesn't mean anything. Could be. That'd be interesting, though, to like send something into a black hole and just see what happens. Mm. I mean, obviously, you, there'd be no way to know because right. all the signal that you'd send out would be sucked up. Right. But that, I mean, that's the other theory, though. If you go into a black hole, you would be dead before you got through it. Supposedly. I mean, because the theory is the reason it's a black hole, it sucks up everything, and it's like you 
the you know obviously the rules are you can't destroy or create matter mm-hmm. you can just pack it in super tight mm-hmm. so you get to the point where like you know something the size of a pinhead mm-hmm. would weigh a hundred million tons or something. right you know what i mean like you'd get to the point where well, everything's sure. packed in so tightly well right so that you would just be like crushed by all of the uh, yeah, like the crushed, exterior really. force basically yeah no i mean i i get that it's just just like going into a giant intergalactic box crusher <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Box crusher. <laughs> you mean my foot when I just see a paper bo- like a cardboard box? Yeah. Nah! yeah. <laughs> uh. yeah. No. Anyway. Okay. I no. don't know how do we got off on this tangent. Well, because anyway. ta- ta- uh, oh, time, time travel. travel. Yeah, yeah. No. Like so. Time. Tra- like this is legitimately like guy in current day drop back in the past. Sure. You know what is supposed to happen. Sure. But you want to stop what's happening by stopping events in their place so like he's gonna stop lee harvey oswald from killing kennedy okay right so like he's dropped actually back in 1960 and what he's gonna do is he's gonna wait it out he's gonna try to wait because there's no way for him to choose a different time to come back to yeah, can, well how do they handle like the whole butterfly effect then uh, they handle that again the whole thing is like if you get close to changing something that will drastically affect history okay it's gonna fight back at you if it's a smaller thing, it won't be as big of resistance to you. Interesting. So, like, if what you do doesn't make as big a difference, it won't fight you as hard. Whereas, like, if you did something major or you get close to something major, it's going to mm-hmm. throw some, like... It'll throw some random event at you right. in order to stop it from happening. Well, like, for instance, uh, this won't spoil anything on you, but there's, like, one part where, like, at one point, like, a, a freaking chandelier almost falls on him. Because apparently Damn. the cabling was like loose or whatever, but you didn't, you you had no way of knowing that or sure. whatever. But all of a sudden, you know, like you were getting close to learning some piece of information that you weren't supposed to know, and it suddenly breaks loose and almost shatters and like almost, you know, impales you. Oh, shit. Or like a guy almost gets like uh, he's in a bar or whatever. Sure. And like the waiter was like lighting a drink on fire, and again the timing was there where. You know, he—you yeah. didn't see it coming, but oh shit! He spills the shit on you, and he lights you on fire. You know that sort of shit. Sure, yeah. So it's like, like coincidences. It coincidences, quote unquote. But some of them just eventually, it's like okay, it's not playing fair anymore. Sure, it's kind of yeah. weird. Yeah. But anyway, it's interesting. interesting. And then the end is just like okay, I should have saw like okay, should have saw that coming, sort of thing. Uh, it's like I did see that coming. I, I, like I said, I won't spoil for if you want to watch it. Yeah, I'm sure I'll look into it. But it, it's interesting. I had a coworker tell me, it's like, dude, I don't like time travel stuff. I like Back to the Future, but that's because it didn't take itself seriously. Right, that's true. Yeah. Or too seriously, I should say. Interesting. Huh. So, All I don't right. Know. All right. Yeah. I see you. Yeah. I'm trying to think what I've been watching. Well, yeah, Mandalorian. You said you watched the Mandalorian. That was good. That's cool. I actually do appreciate how they do weekly episodes instead of just dropping them all at once. Mm. I like. I actually like that a lot. I'm a fan of that. Forces you to wait a little bit. And well, and it does, and it actually like it. It makes you appreciate each individual episode a little bit more. Yeah. Because you're actually sitting. You're you're sitting down to watch it to watch it. Right. You're not sitting down to watch it to get through it to get to the next one. Right. And so it. Yeah. I, okay. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, otherwise. I never, th- I never thought I'd hear that, you know, like, I'm excited to wait for the next episode. Well, yeah, and it's, just, it, it's an odd mix because it's like, yeah, it used to be like, fuck, now i got to wait for next week and, and I don't want to do right. that. But then then you actually got it and you're like, oh, like, this is fine, but I'm kind of just watch. I'm, I'm half watching it. I'm half watching it to just get through it. Mm-hmm. 
you know. And now it's going back to like, okay, now I'm gonna watch. Now, like now I'm watching it, enjoying the episode to get to the next one. Well, and to be fair, I think that's a that's actually smart. Then it doesn't burn you out on it, you know. Right. Because yeah, then yeah. you wouldn't. You don't all of a sudden just binge like a pile of it and just like, okay, whatever. Now I gotta wait a year and a half for the next season to come out. Well, and it makes it more accessible to get into it. You know what mm. I mean? Like, I didn't start watching it until this week or th- this past weekend. Sure. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's easier to get into because there's not a billion seasons of them out and it's not the whole season's out already. Well, yeah, I mean, you yeah, know. I get you. But I don't know. Um, yeah, what else? Simpsons, just that's always on a kind of on Disney Plus. <laughs> just see what's on there. I love that, by the way. Oh, it's, it's the best. <laughs> it's, it's so good. Who doesn't love The Simpsons? I was watching the one the other day where Homer sees an alien and it's Mr. Burns. Oh and yeah, the people from the X Files show up and yep. And uh, what was the deal? Some about like nuclear something because wasn't he glowing? Yeah, he was glowing, but he like underwent some sort of like procedure every Friday night to prolong his life. Mm. And he just wandered out in the woods because he worked in a radioactive plant. He had this glow, mm. and so it was like they see him out in the woods, and he's like, "Yeah, I bring you love." And Moe's like, "He's bringing love. Let's kill him. Let's kill him." <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh, huh. alright mm-hmm. well I think it's about that time yep. yeah. best be in the old dusty trail dusty trail <laughs> so alright well yeah as I said we're on iTunes I'm thinking we're on it's submitted to Spotify so we'll see how long it takes to get on Spotify I don't think it'll be too long word homes um, yeah otherwise we're on that like launch pad whatever site too and that's fine um mm-hmm. So, yeah, other than that, all right, well, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.